0: What's up, y'all? This is Taylor Hart from Respect My Region, and you're tuning in for episode 10 of Blunt Talk. I'm actually really kind of like having one of those moments where I'm like, I'm on episode 10 of this. Uh, It's been a great couple of months to start with. So I'm uh, I'm thrilled to keep it pushing. Today I'm sitting down here uh, with Peaceful Pinder, and uh, unfortunately he couldn't be here in studio, but he's tapping in all the way from Nashville, okay. <laughs> so from across the country basically to tune in for this. I'm I'm hyped. Uh, my blend of the week this week is a Dutch Haze from Raven Grass. Uh, I'm super excited because I love Dutch Treat and I love a good sativa, so the super silver haze in there is going to be. Probably great, um, especially for a conversation. Uh, I love like socially uh, good strains. I'm already a little high, so I'm clearly a little already out of it, but. That's all right. That's what makes this interesting. So, Facts. Facts. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm going to spark up here. Um, but uh, what are you doing in Nashville? What brought you out there? What are you, what are you cooking up? Uh, say as little or as much as you can. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, so actually, you know, besides doing my own solo artist career, we, me and my business partner, uh, Aeon the Artist, who's also from Washington, we have a company called No Fortune. I don't know if you can really see it here. A little bit yeah so no fortune is a pr and branding agency we do a lot of digital marketing for for artists and just i mean we do some some of the bigger campaigns for like artists that you know people would know i'm not going to name drop anybody like that but uh we mainly want to focus on like independent artists and things like that so uh i'm out here because i helped aaron move here in november and it's just you know being in nashville and la is big for the music scene right and obviously seattle's forever home and you know we're doing a lot of things to create infrastructure and culture there um, outside of this company um, but yeah that's that's what i'm doing just pr got a lot of relationships out here and Nashville's music city usa yeah so, yeah that's
0: cool and it's a whole different i feel demographic than what you have out here and what you have in like your typical hip-hop hotspot, hot, spot, hot yeah. spot as well um so you can really like broaden the reach through those different networks. That's really cool. That's rad to hear. I actually uh, didn't actually know that. So that's really cool. I feel like I do a lot of research. So,
1: (laughs) yeah, well, this is like, you know, we kind of, you know, I'm, you know, my personality and how I am, like, I'm actually pretty to myself. I'm pretty quiet. You know, I, I just like to to work behind the scenes and and just love on people. And, you know, the that's long-term, sow seeds. And, you know, it's kind of like yours and I relationship. Like I just stay solid with people and, right. uh, but I'm, I'm not ever gonna be trying to, you know, let everybody know about my business. I think privacy moving forward into the future is gonna be like the new celebrity, right? Cause the information age has been crazy. Yeah. And it's like, at what point do you wanna actually like have a little bit of solitude and like you know not put people at risk your family at risk or things like that right or right. whatever it may be it's just everything being digital and cyber whatever but yeah that's what we're doing we're having a good time and yeah you couldn't be more right like we love music i mean obviously hip-hop first and foremost but right. if, you, if you have a heart for music then you can appreciate good music in any genre uh-huh exactly so, you know we're doing some honky-tonk we listen some country out here
0: <laughs> you know when in rome <laughs>
1: exactly definitely ha- definitely have more whiskey on the rocks in the past five days since i've been here than like the previous two years
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's really all they do out there honky-tonk and whiskey you come know? <laughs> on come
1: on yes it's it good time it though
0: good though
1: I wish I was you know I wish I was back home because I wish I was smoking with you when you were talking about that sativa I was like damn that's like that sounds real nice it, it's Dutch treat and super silver haze
0: yeah and it's a good cross too um, I, I actually this is what I, I I was smoking earlier when I got up um, I, was t- I took a couple of bong tokes on it to start my day and I was like "Ooh, this is real nice <laughs> it's not like sleepy by any means but it is it's more of like a, a spacey kind of Hi and today is one of my days off so I work a nine to five throughout the week right and then Thursday today is my like first day off and I work four ten, 10 so I get three days off mm. um, so this is usually the day where I just like get high because I'm doing my podcast and I know I'm gonna be smoking a blunt anyway so I'm like this is where I just get high and I chill I have good conversations and whatnot um, so yeah it's uh, we're gonna have to plan that time where you can come in and be here and smoke with me and mm. and totally vibe out to it because it, it definitely um it makes the vibe. That's how yeah. this whole podcast started because you know on. the best conversations happen in the middle of a blunt sesh. So
1: <laughs> that's facts. Here <laughs> we are at Blood
0: Talk. <laughs> we'll have to go like yeah.
1: sativa hybrid indica.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Smoke three of those
0: exactly. Them. Uh, so it was interesting how you said you know you are a big fan of music and everything and being out in Nashville uh you you experience a little bit different um music than what's out here and everything um and and so one of the things I was thinking about when I was prepping for it today was um your diverse range of sounds like you give a lot of different examples of different subgenres, like within hip-hop you know yeah. a lot of different influences, sometimes jazzier, sometimes, um, you know, more of that like trap kind of sound or, um, you know, you give a lot. <laughs> you give a lot of different stuff. Um, so what I was going to ask, though, was, um, you know, obviously things like environment and like how you grew up and like all of these different things influence your sound. Um, but what I always like, like to figure out is like whether the environment has influenced your sound more or whether like your personal growth as a uh, as a human or as a rapper and just exploring and learning more about hip hop has influenced your sound more like which one do you think has played a bigger part in that i think you're muted right now i don't think i can hear you Hold on. There you are.
1: What's going on here?
0: Can you hear me? Well, a little technical difficulties. That's what happens when you call in from Nashville. Uh, But we'll see. uh, He's popping back in right now.
1: Yeah, it might have cut off for a second. So I couldn't hear you. you, But I mean, the gist of the the question you know that that heart posture for music but just like also i feel like humans are really dynamic and especially like artists and i think it's really important for us to express ourselves and not try to like be put in a box you know it's difficult because like business wise you do want to you know really deliver to a a niche right and like be consistent in that so like for me i think that sound is more like jazzy and laid back and like peaceful pinder vibes but um it's just important for me to be like you know honest with myself and some of those yeah. like trap trap melodies and things and like i grew up in an environment that's like very much that culture you know growing up in basketball culture hip-hop culture like you know it's the stuff that we're raised on so um i'm trying to bring something to hip-hop that isn't very popular unless it's like a cult you know like the influences of like cole kendrick but like you know we're in 90s babies so it's like i grew up listening to jay nas and like wu-tang and like stuff my dad was playing you know what i'm saying yeah uh, so that's where that comes from. And, you know, I think you also learn, like, as an artist, you know, this is year, year four for me. It's mm-hmm. like you you kind of start to learn your sound. And, like, you experiment with sounds if you want to push yourself, you know, and really grow. So uh, the diverse range of sound. And also, like, you know, my mom's white, my dad's black. I was raised on country music. But, like, then when I'd be with my dad on the weekends, like, he's playing all that. So, yeah. you know, I of course, you know how it is. It's like you always want to – as you kind of always want to be like the parent that you look up to or like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't get to spend that much time with my pop. So it was like, I was trying to be like him and I thought he was so cool, you know? So I would listen, I would listen to hip hop on my solo by myself, but like literally, with the walkman that was shock resistant that's how he, he is. yes i um, a lie
0: too. the shock resistance was such a lie my it was skip all lie. the time i'd be on the bus <laughs> going to school or something they hit a bump and it would skip and i was like shock resistant my ass
1: <laughs> if you are watching this and you do not know what we are talking about you you're too young i'm sorry Do your research
0: and figure that out. Do your
1: research. Go through the
0: pain that we had to go through.
1: (laughs) Telling you, that thing would skip no matter what. And it's not even... It'd be a brand new CD, so you know it's not because it's scratched. You do the old...
0: Right?
1: It's funny. Oh, they don't know today. They don't know They don't know. They don't know. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's basically, like, where that diversity of sound comes. Plus, I've, I've been inspired by, like you know, uh, like Logic, Kendrick, like, especially Kendrick, you know, mm-hmm. they he does like different voices and tonalities and whether it's like swimming pools and he's like, yeah, shut the fuck up and listen to me, Kendrick, like he's got his yeah. consciousness talking. Like, I don't know, I always thought that stuff was so cool because like, I try to give some life philosophy and like my experiences and what I've learned from life in yeah. the music, you know? so. Right. I just, I just think it's cool, man. It's, uh, it comes from inspiration from other artists.
0: Hell, yeah. Yeah, earlier I was um, watching, I've been like, re-watching Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix. And I was watching the episode where they talk about like the Lyricist Lounge. And um, they bring up uh, the Freestyle Fellowship uh, that was out in, L- uh, in California and LA and everything. Um, and, uh, acelon the way that his flow was like super, uh, jazzy and almost like a solo session from like a musician, you know what I mean? Like I, I saw that when I was listening to self-care, like you did that mm. in self-care really well, where it was like, you were just another instrument in, in, in the mix and you were doing your own solo. Um, mm. and so I see some of those influences, uh, uh, throughout hip-hop history you know in a lot of your music which thank is so you.
1: rad so thank rad. you yeah. yeah i appreciate that because that's like that really means the world because like studying the culture and honoring it is like a really big thing you know forgive me i'm gonna be on the move a little bit here but uh it's just so important because if you really love hip-hop like we talked about love and music then ultimately like you're gonna have an understanding and then those influences will just like for it's so cool because i know you know your stuff so it's like for you to see that it just it means the world to me because like i'd I'd rather be like earn the respect and you know of people who truly love it like it's not for just like the masses you know Yeah. it's that that mainstream stuff is great like that's what i think what every artist aspires to but at the end of the day it's all about you know the 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 passion and the love for it
0: yeah shout shout out
1: shout out Nima schemes ruby room music elon wright Nima produced that beat
0: yeah love those
1: guys so shout them out
0: yeah i was gonna ask um how did how did that collaboration come about um they're obviously you know some of some of the best in the city um at ruby room like everybody who runs through there um because i know there's a few other engineers and and whatnot um but but yeah how did that collaboration come about with Nima?
1: So Nima is actually one of my like really close friends in the city. Our relationship kind of just started on Instagram, but then we realized we both went to the same high school. We're both Baffle Baffle Cougar alums. So
0: it was just,
1: yeah, it was just like kind of like small world. And, uh, you know, we we ended up linking a couple years ago now and uh, been working on the album ever since, you know, started with just putting together a single and, now we're working on this project that's called Operation Phoenix, and uh, yeah, it's about you know kind of death, rebirth, and you know so just you know it's uh, some some of the things that I talk about in the more the more conscious oriented songs. But yeah, Nima's amazing, like you said. I mean, every, a lot of artists that have made it from Seattle, whether it's Travis or Paris Alexa. Um, have come through Ruby Room, and yeah. uh, both him and Elon are just now great friends, and um, obviously incredible at what they do. So yeah, a lot of the basically the whole album is going to be engineered and produced by them. Um, some of some combination where they're both working on it, some just from E, and then some just from Nima. But yeah, those are my those are my guys. That's how that happened, and I I kind of like, like when I'm in Seattle, I really try to exclusively work with them because bring the best out of me and they like it's kind of list you know like it's always nice you're kind of
0: cutting do i still got you here you're kind of cutting out i got you frozen right now you're kind of cutting back in Get
1: the
0: cre- kind of robot tone people just
1: understand your vision and what you're going for
0: technical difficulties <laughs> this is what happens sometimes uh, but you know when the artist is on the move let's go i'm
1: back and i got con- good connection we're solid
0: <laughs> he's back yeah you kind of cut out there uh, like halfway through what you were talking about
1: uh, I was just saying, like, as a creative, it's very nice when it's it's organic and like someone can understand your vision. So I'm really honored and grateful that I get to work with those guys because they're just, yeah. you know, they're great people first and foremost. And whether it's like being on a show with someone like yourself, like, you know, if, I, if we vibe just as humans, you know, it doesn't feel like it's like mainly a business relationship. You know, that's something right. for me, something for me that's just so important. It's just creating that that unity, that culture, that family like yeah. vibe
0: that organic feeling to it, you know? that's what i'm really all about i'm not trying to like be out on social media trying to growth hack trying to like just gain whatever followers i can just because i'm out trying to like maintain those like actual legitimate connections and like realizing that we're all living through life at the same time and you might as well connect with other people and enjoy it together instead of just like observing from the sidelines basically which is like how i feel like a lot of people are doing on social media is they're just observing from the sidelines so it's um yeah it's nice to have and find those people that just get you and that's I feel like where the best things are created and the best music is made and all of that stuff so uh super fucking rad to hear uh about I'm in, and I'm excited for that project to come out because um, that song alone was really good Um, And like you were saying, you talk a lot lot about, um, you know, a lot of things that aren't necessarily glorified in hip hop, which is positivity and like self-care and like, you know, just uh, living in a healthy way. I feel like there is a small group of people talking about that, um, but it's so nice to see uh, somebody take such a big stance on that. Um, so what, like, are some of the things that you do for, like, self-care for yourself and keeping, making sure that you can be positive for your listeners?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and it's definitely, like, the things that you'll see on Instagram, right, where it's, like, journaling, yoga, you know, I don't do yeah. a lot of yoga. I strength. <laughs> I don't. It, it, I, love I it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'd be like, yeah, I consistently do yoga. I don't. Um, right. Just just feeding my mind health, like things that are healthy, right? Like whether it's reading or just kind of like being aware of what I consume even on my social platforms because that's kind of like our modern day like library or TV in a way. Um, but yeah, it's, those are the main things. I, I play a lot of basketball. I try to do things for my inner child is the way I would describe like my self-care yeah. routine. So the things that I've loved since I was little, uh, writing poetry, uh playing basketball the sauna's really helped like helpful for me in terms of just like um clearing my mind I do meditate often I've been meditating for 10 years I feel like that's a huge part of the reason why I even got to be like uh focused on these things and feeling like it's mm-hmm. important to be a voice in that space um but yeah, like my self care is honestly like being really brutally honest about my trauma, uh, the karmic blockages that I have, and like continuing the conversation. And um, you know, we talked we talked like a little bit before we hopped on about like spirituality and touching base mm-hmm. on that. And uh, I think having a connection with Creator and a connection with God is like the ultimate form of self care. Like that's what, like you know, in spending I spend a good time in nature. Like anybody who watches my instagram story like trying to literally be in a peaceful place like by the water in the trees like because it it just feels that fills me up to just kind of lose myself and like be small in the big universe you know whether like looking up at the stars or looking up at a tree and be like wow this tree's been here way longer than i am it'll be here after i'm gone too you know
0: yeah i think that's really the way that i connect to um like that higher power, that higher whatever, Um, because I'm not religious. um, But I do believe in that bigger energy and that bigger something, you know, like everything is so interconnected in certain ways that there's something bigger to life than just like the mindless, day-to-day activities that we've become so ingrained in and so that's why i I like feel like i can't live anywhere else other than by water because that's where i feel the most in tune with like myself and like the world itself is like on that shoreline and and looking out at the water and whatnot and going to those places and just like being present in those moments is Mm. like everything for me. So <laughs> yeah. now the water the water
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Like it has some kind of healing effect.
0: It really does. And it just like reminds you that even you're living and breathing every day and going through that, but so is like the earth and everything else around you. And I think that reminder gives you such a broader perspective on life itself.
1: Mm. Yeah, smoking a a blunt by the water, definitely number one (laughs) self-care.
0: Yes, and if you watch my story, you'll know I do that (laughs) all the time. Last week, last Saturday, I did that. I walked down to Elliott Bay, I had my headphones on, I had local music playing in my headphones, and I sat there and I smoked a blunt on the rocks, looking at the bay, and it was beautiful. I almost cried a little bit. That could have been the shrooms but it it all comes together also great
1: self-care also great self-care
0: yes uh i've been microdosing for uh, over a year now year and a half or so and uh it is stellar
1: yeah i went through a a stretch like that too and i am definitely open to that and still still participate i'm gonna need an invite for that next elliott bay trip because that's a good old time right there
0: Yes, it is. That is honestly a way that I helped unpack my traumas and work through that and be okay with a lot of that inside Mm -hmm. of me was on shrooms. I was Mm -hmm. able to like Talk about these things that I had suppressed for years and years and years, uh, and and talk myself through it. I've never seen, like, sat down with a therapist or anything like that. Like, I I should, but honestly, like, I sit and have so many interviews like this that it's almost like my therapy sessions. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So, I mean, if anything, like, music is my religion. So, talking with different artists and just like creatives that are in the musical space and whatnot is therapeutic, uh, to do so. so. I mean like even just like sitting in the, in the middle of a crowd while an artist performs and speaks their truths and speaks you know says their story like that's therapy for me too and it's not even my life
1: <laughs> right yeah as, you know what that's so crazy that you say that because I feel like you know, one you're a genius because you have to pay a therapist eventually yes. people will be paying you to come on your show or you'll at least be getting sponsorships so, like so you yeah. just get paid for your therapy okay girl I see you <laughs> next level right there yes Um, (laughs) but it's crazy that you say that because and what i'm experiencing what i'm learning is that like really what you need is perspective like at the end of the day right and your your own biases and like getting outside of your ego and yourself and the narrative that you've constructed around your life it's like you just when you're speaking to other people or like you said you're in the crowd like you get a perspective Especially live music. Like, there's something about everyone being there and just the energy. And, you're yeah, like, you're like we're, we're all so the same. Like, we wanna do this, similar stuff. Like, everybody actually full of love, but life be hard. So, you know, we be a little bitter, a little mean sometimes, a little crusty. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know, live music for me is literally everything the amount of connections that I've made and like the amount of like pivotal life moments where I've made like clear and concise decisions or thoughts about my life have often been in the crowd mm. or laying on my floor, listening to music. Cause that's mm. the other part is I'll just lay on my floor and just like absorb everything
1: yeah, and
0: listen to music for hours. So, yeah, those have to be, that is my temple, if you will. <laughs> and that's where yeah, my, for, all of my, my spiritual sure. awakening things. So
1: for sure. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, Ethos. you know, I'm a Jesus believer, <laughs> definitely, uh-huh. definitely Christian. Yeah. You just get but it's, it's, it's always, I think spiritual, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Spirituality is like, you know connection with creator me to decide like how that goes for anybody you know so uh and my yeah. spiritual evolution has been transcended to the point where it is now or like grown and evolved. so it's so cool to hear that yeah. uh and it, you really just gave me like revelation to be honest like i don't this is the thing i sometimes i want to be like just the artist who's not like all deep it would just take it there but it's like i don't know it's how conversation goes it's like what we it's where, where it goes sometimes but that perspective yeah. and like just what you said is therapeutic for you. Just Mm -hmm. beautiful. I appreciate you sharing. Um question, are you going to because we were talking about it earlier, like Ruby Room, Nima, live music, are you going to Saul's uh ten year anniversary show on April 9th? Of
0: course. I wouldn't miss it.
1: I'll see you there. We're gonna have a
0: yes i'm so excited since you brought that up uh he announced who is opening and ariana debu is gonna Mm -hmm. be one of the openers incredible incredible human being incredible singer uh her band behind her is insane and then dawn gray as well uh, formerly known as brandon marsalis so shout out all of you guys because this lineup is going to be insane if you haven't bought a ticket yet you need to buy a ticket because this is really going to be just such a genuine piece of like seattle hip-hop culture not even just like great music which it is but like seattle culture as a whole there's so many different um musical like chapters first of all because we'll soul and ariana go back so far but also with don gray the new wave uh the new the next generation coming up and all of that too like it, i'm i'm thrilled so i'm so happy that you're gonna be there
1: <laughs> yeah we're, we're gonna have to burn one since we didn't get to burn one today and i'm out of town
0: uh yes, anybody who has ever seen me at a show knows that I have plenty of blends but, on yeah,
1: me. You're back to time. back to back the whole time. <laughs> Literally
0: strapped all the time, ready to go. You, you want full packs. <laughs> you want a
1: really uh funny short story?
0: Absolutely, always do.
1: So I had to tell us all this because like the second time I ever pulled up to Ruby Room, actually it might have been a little later. Maybe it was because we made self-care pretty early on, but that like the biggest, coolest thing in like Seattle hip hop for me because I've been a fan of him since like before I ever did music. Right. And he was like one of my it was like him and Logic I would listen to religiously or just like on repeat. And uh, he came in when Nemo was like mixing Self Care, like the first rough mix. And we had made it that day. And he was like, who is this? Because I had like one of my buddies who he plays in Mexico Uh basketball and he looks at us. He goes, is this you? And he points at my buddy. He's like, "Uh uh-uh. And he pointed at me and he was like, this is fire. And like in that moment, I just lit up so much inside and I had to keep it together because I was like, I can't fanboy right now because I need to act like we're peers and like you know what I mean? But I was yeah. wigging out and then he followed me on IG and I'm just like, damn, this is crazy how life works. Like I used to think like, you know, look up to you like this is wild. And now we're in the same room working with the same people, like you're just the homie. And yeah. I couldn't be I couldn't be more excited to go see a show. The short story that I have. That's like a little one right there. But I was at his concert. They were doing Numos. It was the first time that Paris had opened for him. And first of all, Paris, you might have been at that show. I was. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, knowing you, you're probably at that show. Yeah. But Paris, remember Paris was doing the loops live? Yes. And I I was like, who is this girl? First of all, like she is crazy talented, crazy talented. But um, Saul got on and he's like wearing this Adidas jumpsuit. And I just remember his smile and his stage presence was just crazy, right? And then he literally, we're like right in the front, like right in the front, a little off to the left though. And- and
0: Oh my God, you were probably standing like like right right by me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Probably, like the way the universe works, probably. Yeah. Um, and there was a part i don't know if you remember but he's like everybody light up and i don't remember oh God, i can't remember what song he was playing but he's like every if you got a joint like if you got some smoke like light it up right so i take out a blunt and light it up and then like take two hits yeah maybe have it for 30 seconds and all of a sudden i feel hand on my back like aggressive and security just pulls me out of course. For smoking takes the blunt, puts it out though, and kept it. So I was like, oh my God, I really just got kicked out this concert because they wanted some smoke. They could have just asked me. I was so mad because literally everyone was smoking and I was so excited to see him. I only got to see like two songs of his set.
0: Oh no. Yeah, that's such a that's such a bummer i don't I, I don't ever smoke in venues like i i just feel so bad and i never want to get kicked out so i'm so scared to always light up in a venue i
1: I'm only like, did it because he said everyone do it you know <laughs> usually i'm like i'll just go outside real quick you know come back in
0: <laughs> uh, I was like, fuck, all right. Well, don't do that on this next one. We'll smoke outside beforehand and afterwards, uh, and don't do it inside so that you don't get kicked out. <laughs> that
1: yes. Sucks. Lesson learned. Oh, I, God. Like, I'm, yeah, it, it was. It was.
0: It was but actually, what a funny story.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was pissed, but like looking back on it, it was actually hilarious.
0: Yeah. Uh, this time, so,
1: this time we'll go in the green room because those are my boys. We'll go. We'll go smoke back there real quick.
0: There you go. <laughs> uh so on the topic of smoking what do you usually like to smoke i know earlier when i was talking about the sativa you were like "Ooh, that sounds good but yeah, yeah. what do you usually like
1: yeah so my relationship with cannabis like i started smoking when i was 16 and you know it's just like you kind of smoke anything and then you kind of grow and kind of figure out okay like these are different strains give you different feelings you know totally. you kind of you come a little connoisseur when you really love it yeah uh, so i started like I really used to smoke like only like uh, raw papers and like mainly sativas, like sativa Mm -hmm. hybrids. Like I would love like a good blue dream or like white widow, Jack the Ripper, like a lot of strains that they don't even, you can't really even get in stores anymore. Um, But as I grew in like my, like weed journey, it's become definitely like I started smoking blunts and there's something about like that kick, you know, I'm not going to front with myself. So (laughs) yeah. <laughs> Smoked sw- Swishers for a little bit. But I started smoking Backwoods when I lived in L.A. So, like, now I like to smoke, like, some good cookies. There's, like, some OG in the Backwood. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, anything, like, Indica hybrid, I don't like to get just, like, faced, you know, where it's, like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to – I literally don't want to move. But, uh, yeah, it's, like, Sativa hybrids, Indica hybrids, anything that's, like, on that 60-40 tip, yeah. you know, that, that's kind of what I'll, I'll usually rock with. And, you know, local, like, local uh, farms, I love I love Tranquil. I love Redbird out of Spokane. Okay. Uh, Ascord's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I like to kind of stick to what's local and, you know, support what we have in Washington.
0: Yeah, 100%. You know, I got some of my farms that I've been smoking religiously for years and years and years, and I find it hard to stray. I stick to those. <laughs> there's something about it. When you find that right cure, the people that grow it just the right way, that it's like it, it just oh, it touches your soul. It's different. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, there's something like, you know, people talk about, like, speaking to your plants and, like, yeah. you know, like, in- intention. Like, that's why I think that we gravitate towards certain things because, like, it resonates with your frequency. Like, it resonates with your vibration better, you know? Yeah. Because whoever grew it, like, grew it from a place of love
0: hundred percent and i think that is also transcends into music as well just the the actual physical vibrations of the music too i think play into your how you feel as well which i think is such a like why i love live music so much as well and which Mm. i mean like my plants love it when i play music all
1: day (laughs) i bet they do
0: I set them on top of the speaker and I'm like, here, <laughs> just feel it. <laughs> just feel it in your, in your leaves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you get it, get it in your roots down yes. to your very core. Yes. yes.
0: And then it starts growing music notes. <laughs> That's a, a high thought if I've ever had one.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, shout out Raven grass. That shit hits. That's worth
0: yes it does i've had a few uh, a few different farms so far on the show to where after i got done smoking the blunt i was like whoo maybe ooh, ooh. shouldn't have smoked that one because <laughs> <laughs> i like shut down or like i just i don't even know one i was like giggling super hard when i interviewed d mikey i smoked an animal tree that had me giggling so hard that i couldn't even focus anymore <laughs>
1: I love that though when it's like, it feels like your first time getting stoned and you're just like, either you get like the super munchies or you just get giggly. You're just so happy. like, it's so euphoric. You're like, what is going on?
0: Yeah. Now, does weed help you in your creativity? Like when you're like in the studio or something like that, does it do smoke then or is that more for afterwards and you need to be like more sober for when you're making music and stuff?
1: Yeah, that's it. you know, again, kind of like on the journey of, in my relationship with cannabis, like growing over time is like now probably in the past, like six months, like I've been, I've smoked like less than any other period before that. Um, yeah. and so ne- not necessarily like, do I go into this? Like it used to be like, Oh, like I'm gonna need, you know, I gotta make sure I have Kush before I go in the studio or like, yeah. but I'm smoking before I'm smoking during, I'm smoking after like <laughs> I'm, I'm smoking every two hours all day. Like, you yeah. know? A lot of people in the in the scene know, like, bro. Sometimes they pull up to smoke with me, and it's like, they're like, "You're really smoking again." I'm like, "Yo, yeah, uh, this is what the fuck I do." So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, "They don't call me Peaceful Pinder for no reason." Like, we, get, we get high. <laughs> um, That's but, super funny. Yeah, I was like low key smoking like too much, you know. Like I was like, well yeah. I, I kind of got to check myself." Like, everything's in moderation. So nowadays. I usually, I'm usually like keeping it pretty chill. I do it, you know, from time to time, but like a lot of my creative process, like it, it definitely does help with the writing. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, we just can take you to like, it like transcends time and space in a weird way where it's like, you connect, I don't know. I don't know. It's like you connect with like your, your subconscious and just stuff comes through that's like, I don't know if I would ever do that sober. So I get why it's like, you know, you, All kinds of drug use is popular in music or alcohol, but like weed, of course, is like this underlying and it has been for a while, especially in hip hop. I just feel like, you know, especially if you're making like jazzy, peaceful, smooth vibes like, you know, smoke a little, just chill.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I'm a huge believer in cannabis use can lead to much more peaceful Uh, communities in in general, I don't even think that you need to be necessarily getting stoned and high, but even just using like your CBD tinctures and whatnot, you know what I mean? Not even intoxicating effects whatsoever. You don't have to be stupid stoned out of your mind all the time, but I think even just a little bit of CBD can make you a little bit calmer, a little more chill, a little bit more open to everything and not so uptight. And I don't know.
1: You know? Yeah, it, yeah, it's definitely like a, an uptight vibe a lot of the time. You know, everyone's just in a hurry to go somewhere, and it's like, what's that saying? Like, uh, nature's not in a hurry yet; everything gets done. Since we were talking yeah. about like nature earlier, and it's like, you know, there's there's a season, like there's a season and a pace to the universe that we as human are like seasons, like all four seasons. But yeah. there's a pace, there's a pace to life that like we are constantly trying to. Like you're it's so like, you know, you want you want things and it's like it's life's not about that. It's about experiences. And like like you said earlier about just being present. And that's something where I had to kind of check myself because I'm like, am I smoking to check out or am I smoking to check in? And that's like take a tea break, you know, for anybody, if you ever feel like that, just take a quick tea break. You know, worst case scenario, when yeah. you go back to smoking, like, you're going to really feel it, and you're going to yeah. love it. <laughs> we, all, we all know how that goes. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, just you, you're absolutely right. I think, Bob, like, Bob Marley's whole vibe was just like, if everyone smoked a joint, the world would be such a better place. <laughs>
0: right, yeah. It, what she said really, like, resonated with me, and because I'm, like, one of those people, when I have a lot of things that I need to get done, like... I get really, like, anxious, and I get, like, really amped up, and I, like, uh, sometimes I can't even sleep because I'm, like, I got checklists in my head of, like, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to get this done, I got this deadline, this, that, that, right, and then I, like, boil over, like, I can't even function, and so, like, I'll smoke because I can't function, and I'm, like, oh, maybe if I'll just get high, I'll be able to, like, focus on everything and like get it done. But in actuality, it makes it so much worse. Cause then I can't focus on anything. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I have all this stuff to get done. Rah! Like I'm freaking out. But like what you said about like nature, like it, it that is so true. Like it is all going to get done and it will all get done in the time frame that it needs to take to get done. Trying not to force things has been something that I've really had to like, try and mm. get myself in check with is like, you know, killing myself physically because I need to stay up and pull an all nighter to like catch up on everything. Like, I don't know, reprioritizing things and whatnot and keeping myself, making sure that I'm healthy and capable of doing these things. And like, I don't know. It's just been such a crazy shift in the way that I think, but I'm like so much more productive that way yeah. when I don't try and force it. Um, so what you said about that and like how nature, uh, and I don't remember exactly what you said now because obviously I'm a little high. Um, <laughs> but, but it really did. Like when you said it, I was like, Oh my God, like I need to remind myself of that all the time. You know what I mean? And just let things take the course that it needs to take. Um, and I think especially like what's happened over the past couple of years with the, with the pandemic and like mm-hmm. crazy shit happening, like this reprioritory, reprior, I, uh, nope. <laughs> I'm
1: not, I'm not going to try and say it either.
0: <laughs> Reprioritizing <laughs> um, everything uh, is, you know, and putting the importance of yourself and, and the self-care and like and just your overall journey through life is so much more important than like i don't know some of the trivial day-to-day things that we tend to focus on especially in american society so yeah that yeah, was that cool. was that was a good good thought nice little gem there
1: yeah, I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad we could give each other like at least one good epiphany each you know hundred uh, percent. yeah it, it's interesting because uh like it comes back to self-care in a weird way and that's a, that's something that like cuz that's mm-hmm. the song that we talked about but yeah uh i don't ever really think of that as self-care but you're totally right like that's you know just like pushing ourselves outside of like staying up all night and i've done that too i'm guilty mm-hmm. in, like in the past week of doing that so yeah. it's just it's, <laughs> that's it's eye-opening it's really cool but um yeah it's uh that's that's so that's so full circle in this conversation. It cracks me up.
0: I I love when that happens though, because like I like we were talking a little bit before we jumped on the live. Um, you know, I had thought about a few different topics and things that I wanted to discuss and stuff, because uh, it was things that were common themes throughout your music and whatnot. And so when it, when we sit down and actually start having these conversations and they truly do just like, like the energy just matches and then it just all connects and then it completes into this like, lovely full circle and we're able to both like give each other something like like the that's why i started this show Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know is for these moments and these connections and having these conversations because really truly after this like i'm gonna leave this this show and and just keep that with me Mm -hmm. and keep pushing forward as a better person and you know towards other people and myself with those thoughts in mind so that's so fucking rad
1: We we, yeah, it is. We gotta give you your flowers real quick because like for me I think that like being authentic and genuine is something that I try so much to do as an artist. And like being blunt and direct and like talking about difficult things or talking about things that people Mm -hmm. don't want to shine the light on. Like it's so cool that it's called blunt talk too, because it's like let's pierce through the noise. Let's talk about some real shit. Like I don't know where you got that inspiration from, but I'm just like, hey, kudos to you. Thank I you. can't believe it's episode 10 already. Like I I'm know. so honored to be on the show and like soon it's going to be episode 100 and you're going to be like, "Oh my gosh," you know.
0: I know. It's crazy. Soon enough, it will be like more than like once a week. I'm like, "Oh my god, like it could be like a daily thing for me." That's the whole goal for me right now is just to be be this talk show host so that people can come on and feel comfortable to express themselves fully and mm. say the things that they really want to say instead of like the superficial like you know i could be sitting here asking you like what are your influences what artists yeah. are your influences yeah <laughs> are, like a like, like I mean? a generic
1: like, ass interview
0: <laughs> exactly but like yeah. that's not what it, that's not what makes us grow and and develop further in life so i'm so thankful (laughs) that we we got to sit down and have this conversation like this so i i truly do appreciate that
1: yeah, I I look forward to seeing you know like just the the development and growth and who knows maybe one day you'll be getting bought out by Spotify on some Joe Rogan getting offered. Hey, big bucks. let's hope
0: so. Let's Come on. hope so. I think I'm much better host than Joe Rogan. <laughs>
1: yeah, hey, hey, you could say that again. You could you could say you that know? again.
0: Yeah uh so uh what do we have i know you said you were working on a project with Nima mm-hmm. and elon and whatnot mm-hmm. um but what else do we have in store in the future for you um what else are you working on uh
1: yeah yeah in so whatever got,
0: aspect
1: yeah so we got a couple of visuals dropping alongside that like i dropped a self-care video sorry i'm right downtown like i said i'm about Which to go to this great. hockey game actually i can
0: hear you fantastically
1: (laughs) okay good downtown nash you know but um yeah so we're gonna have some visuals dropping alongside some more singles coming off the album before the full the project will probably come out in the summer this year
0: okay
1: um but what we're doing is actually something i'm really excited to talk to you about and we're gonna have to talk off air about this is (laughs) i'm working i'm working on something called the pnw portal okay and that's all about creating infrastructure for Seattle artists, specifically in hip hop, but we're going to service everybody. Mm -hmm. So that's why like a lot of times if someone's been following like my personal music solo, like artist career, it seems like I kind of like, take my foot off the gas a little bit, even though you know, I, I'm aware, like I have a lot of the things to be successful as an artist and like have stayed independent, right. But it's just a consistency thing. But like, my heart is always in a place of servitude. And you know it's it can be difficult for myself being completely honest to put myself first so what we're working on right now what i see is like seattle's so insanely talented and this is part of infrastructure like you creating right. this show i mean everything that you've done with rainier Ave and just like who you are album reviews obviously mitch and respect my region in general the platform yeah. that you guys have built so you know i was actually talking to mitch about this like a month and a half ago and we just want to build together. We want to bring together the platforms that already exist mm-hmm. and then just continue to create culture. So, you know, yeah. we have people like Bozi who has great relationships in real estate and music. And he knows um, people from, like, I know people from the Chamber of Commerce in Kirkland. He knows the guy who makes decisions that oversees yeah. culture in Bellevue, the Port of Seattle commissioner in Seattle. And what we, we, what we want to do is get these leaders to invest in the in the culture because you know hip-hop has kind of got like shadow banned because they're afraid of violence at a lot mm-hmm. of the venues because of stuff that happened in the early 2000s and it's like seattle is this great music city full of so much talent so the pnw Porto is going to be not a label but functioning basically as like what a label would do and more so what it's going to be is like a one-stop shop. Say you're an artist and you're not sure who to shoot a video with. Well, you're going to get a list of videographers and a little biopic about who they are, how you can get in contact. And, you know, say you need a recording studio. Well, we're going to give you a list of the top five or 10 recording studios that you can get into. Say you need to get on a podcast or you want to do a press run. Well, make sure you get with Taylor and schedule for Blunt Talk, you know? Um, And it's just about connecting the city and, and supporting each other in a way, in a way that like, you know, the Seattle freeze, like we've, we've been, we've been a little chilly towards each other for a while (laughs) as
0: artists,
1: but art is not competition. It's collaboration. So bringing, you know, I think there's been a change ever since my boy Chase sought out Chase for doing the Seattle sessions. That was huge. Right. Yeah. So like the tone has changed ever since sessions happened and You know, that's basically what the PNW portal's all about. It's gonna be a website, uh, so it'll be digital but also physical. Shout out Marshall Hugh and the Marshall Law Band. Yes. He kinda he kinda created the initial physical imprint with Fremont Friday.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we'll be doing that all all this year too. And just giving artists a platform to perform, um, to have resources. Yeah. And, and just to connect the city, like, let's shine the light on this city. We all deserve to win. There's unlimited talent. Right. Um, it's been too long where it seems like we've kind of been under wraps. Like, I'm done right. with that. Let's go. Yes. Let's, you know, let's, let's, um, let's be together. And if we stand together like these other cities, like Atlanta, like Houston, uh, like a New York, I mean, right. what could, what could really happen? You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm excited. So That's really what's next is the PNW portal. There's some some key players in the area that are involved in that. And uh, yeah, we don't want to shout out Mosey, shout out Travis. Like we're happy that people are making it out the city. But there's so many more people that deserve to be in that same light, you know, and we want to make that come come to manifest.
0: That is so awesome. I'm super, super excited uh, to have you back on later in the future when that is all like established and we can talk about more about that. Cause that is such a, like my, on the last episode I had Suman on here and I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, but she's like self-proclaimed Seattle hype woman. Cause she's constantly putting on for the underground. Um, but we were talking about the lack of the infrastructure and how we just need to make it apparent who these certain people are and that way the infrastructure can come together because Mm -hmm. the the thing is, is all of these pieces are there. They just don't have the connection together to to make that support and make that baseline. You know what I mean? So, um, so that's insanely exciting to hear um, because a database like that is like crucial because right now all you have is like the word of mouth or the discovery on Instagram or, you know, whatever. Right. So um, to have something official and like cemented uh, is uh, Thrilling.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's like all the puzzle pieces are right there, but we're just Mm -hmm. not all connected right now.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Let's
1: let's just build the puzzle together. It's
0: just making those connections and putting them together, putting the link in logs together you know <laughs> building yes. that log cabin
1: <laughs> yes that's a that yes. is a pnw reference if i've ever heard one
0: yes exactly and doing those things it also goes back to keeping your inner child happy and doing things for your inner child build Come that on. log cabin with your lincoln logs you know <laughs> Yep, your, your well, legos Yes. Uh, well, sick. Uh, that's a great place to kind of end on for me. Uh, I love that looking towards the future with that uh, um, in mind. Um, so for everybody, like they want to follow you, they want to find out more about these things, um, you know, shout out where they can go find these things at.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, the best way to tap in is probably Instagram, just peaceful Pinder, like the word peace, F-U-L. My last name is Pinder. So P-I-N-D-E-R that's one word I mean tap in on there Uh, that's the best place to connect with me in terms of the city you know we have have a website and all that stuff but it's like just just DM me yeah let's make something happen I'm not above anybody or see myself on a pedestal I'm trying to create with whether you have 10 followers or 10 million like if you're in the PNW area let's let's make it happen
0: hell yeah uh, so so rad! I I'm thrilled with how our conversation went today. So thank you so much for making some time while you're out in Nashville. You know, yeah, <laughs> we're we're down
1: we're downtown. You know, music. literally
0: in the middle of Nashville right now. So uh, I'll let you get back to it. Go enjoy your hockey game, uh, and we will definitely connect further. So again, thank you so much for being on here today, episode ten of one talk
1: thank <laughs> you right. taylor absolute honor you're killing it keep going girl
0: thank you yeah and thank y'all for tuning in and watching consistently every week i seriously appreciate that and never thought that that would be a thing so <laughs> i will uh see y'all next week on thursday at some time in the afternoon <laughs> later